Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, it has been yet another 24 hours of craziness in the world of professional wrestling. And I'll tell you this, my friends. Sometimes this stuff comes out and I cross my hands, my arms even, and I think to myself, I don't even want to watch anymore. However, I totally understand that you do tune into ups and downs to try and get an escape from all of that, even though it's so damn difficult when the two worlds collide. So here is what we're going to do. We're just going to try and have some fun with the latest episode of Smackdown. And to do that, given the theme of this week's ups and downs, and if you don't know, it means you haven't been watching all the episodes, and that's on you, and that's not on me, I am going to clap my hands together, and we're just going to see what happens. That's right, I have done my own face paint, and it is absolutely ridiculous. It's also probably interfering with the green screen, but hopefully that makes it funnier, because always remember, never take yourself too seriously. Because there's enough serious stuff in real life. Otherwise, yes, hello, my name is Sarah from What Culture. Let's just get on with it and up those downs for the latest episode of SmackDown. Roman Reigns was finally back on SmackDown. This is like when your dad comes back for Christmas. Like, oh my gosh, Daddy, it's so nice to see you. And it also means we haven't been able to do this for a while. But I timed his entrance (laughs) and it went on for four minutes and 22 seconds. So really, when he did beat The Undertaker all those years ago at WrestleMania, he really was like, it's my yard now and I am going to take your overly long walk to the ring. (laughs) It's kind of ridiculous. I did kind of like this though because we were in tease mode even though it was also kind of stupid. Because as the bloodline was stood in the ring, Theory just walked out with the briefcase and was basically dancing around to make you think maybe, just maybe, he's going to cash in. Now, I assumed he would have watched this promo, but he didn't. And I suppose he just thought, oh man, I'm hungry, I want a sandwich. So he went backstage. It all built to Roman Reigns doing his usual, acknowledge me, I love table shtick, when he gave the microphone to Paul Heyman, who cut a really good promo. But the only problem here is it was the Brock Lesnar promo we've heard for the last, what, I don't know, 97 years. And while Paul always delivers it so well, it's a bit like shrug emoji. Like, I've heard this a million times. I didn't need to hear it a million or one. But basically, this is a new Brock and it's a new Roman. And Reigns is going to have to become the most violent version of himself if he's going to win. I mean, just give them swords or something so they can do some fencing. And the thing that really made me laugh is that when they were done, Theory came back out. And I think this time he came out to his music. So this is like when you're a little brother and you've scoffed all the sweets and you're like, oh man, I shouldn't have eaten all my sweets. And then your big brother is prancing around with his sweets going, I'm going to make my last forever. You're basically just being a dick. I tell you too, I would do two things here. One, I may actually have Theory catch in at SummerSlam. 
but he joins in after some crazy bump that Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns has done. So it becomes a triple threat, but then he just stands there as a referee goes, one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten. And because both those guys have been counted down, Theory is the champion. And then you don't have to pin Roman Reigns, which WWE never wants to do. And two... I'd stick Paul Heyman with him. Either way, this was alright, but it was a bit long in the tooth because we've just seen it before. But I did like the fact that Theory is teasing his briefcase cash-in, because we should be doing that every single week and pushing the guy. So I will give it an up. Look how, like, limp my hand is. That's all the passion I've got. Shanky then made a terrible mistake. Hopefully he's learned a lesson. Because it was the new vicious Viking Raiders, and yes, they're still being called that, taking on Shanks and Jinder Mahal. And as ever, Shanky just couldn't stop dancing. This annoyed Jinder, so he tagged in. He got beaten up for a while. And then when he went to tag out, Shanky was too busy dancing on the outside. Now, was there actually enough time for Shanky and Jinder to make the tag? Yes, but instead Jinder turned around. He got double power bombed. One, two, three. This really was like grinding away when your partner has just asked for a divorce. It was not the right time. And what I enjoyed far more than this is that when we were done, out came the New Day. They said their butts were thick AF and they also had literal tickets to an ass kicking because that's what they were going to do to the Viking Raiders right now. However, they got in the ring and for the second week running, it was Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods that got pulverized. So this did its job, I would say. We're establishing the Viking Raiders as bad guy, and it feels like something fresh, which we haven't had in the tag team division for ages. So I am going to give it an up, but also no, it does not get a clean finish because it was made very apparent that if Shanky hadn't have been dancing, Jinder Mahal may not have lost. That's right. I'm being very finickety with it. But I'm Mr. Pennant. Saw some footage post Money in the Bank where Baron Corbin did indeed beat the crap out of Pat McAfee because we're doing that much at SummerSlam. And Pat McAfee was also off this week's SmackDown, I guess, to sell the injury. But also we were told he was playing golf. But this is when Happy came to fill in for his position. I tell you, he did a flipping great job. Because he was just so over the top, it made me laugh. Especially when Shinsuke Nakamura, we'll get into that in just one second, did his entrance. Because Happy Corbin was dancing and being over the top. Michael Cole was like, my word, this is embarrassing. I tell you, you can give Corbin anything and he smashed it out of the park. Before this, we also had Ludwig and Gunther in the ring. And I tell you, this act is also flipping brilliant. Because Ludwig was all like, oh, we're the best. We hate all of you. And we think it's disgusting that our intercontinental champion has to have an open challenge. And Gunther goes to the mic and he was like, I do agree that this is ridiculous, but a champion is always prepared. This is when Shinsuke did arrive. <laughs> He just ignored all of this, honestly. It really made me laugh. He was like, okay, so even though I can challenge the IC title, I heard what you said, and you think I need to prove myself, so Ludwig, I'm going to take you on. But clearly somebody has been playing Super Mario Brothers. It turns out he did make the right call, though, because he hit Ludwig with the Kinsasha to get the win, but the best part about this is that Gunther was so mad that he had, I don't know, desecrated his public reputation he chopped the hell out of Ludwig. This wasn't a breakup angle. It wasn't like, oh, how are they going to coexist? This was just the boss of the stable telling his underling, don't do this again, otherwise I will kill you. So what a cool layer that is to the character. And I tell you, if WWE keeps this up for a few more months, you should make Gunther the WWE champion. I am not joking. Getting it up. Also, can't get out of this one. That was a clean finish. Bring it down. Rolls up to 15. Can safely say this is the first time we tried and we... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Failed. Quick video recap reminding us what did happen at the Money in the Bank with Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey, and Natalia when Liv Morgan made her way to the ring. Michael Cole was there too, and one of the first things he said was, do you remember how you only won that championship because Ronda Rousey's knee was hurt? And why didn't Liv clap back with, yeah, but I was also in a ladder match. Somebody literally took a piece of steel and attacked me with it, so I wasn't 100% either. Nobody did. It was all done so that we could confirm it is going to be Rousey versus Morgan part two at SummerSlam. And before this week, I did not see it coming. And I tell you this too, WWE better be planning to have Liv Morgan win. (laughs) Otherwise, bad stuff's going to happen. Michael then asked what it felt like to be the champion, which is always the stupidest question. Liv Morgan replied saying, well, I was like John Cena. I never gave up. When Natalia interrupted. She won't let go that it was her who had injured Ronda Rousey. So without that, Liv Morgan wouldn't be the champion now. Even though you want to go, yeah, nay, you injured her and you couldn't get the job done. So what the flub is wrong with you? And then after she had insulted Ronda, out came Ronda. She had a terrible line when she said, it's easier to challenge for the title than to defend it. And I was like, not really. It's the same kind of match. And then after a bit of a scrabble, we did have Ronda versus Natalia, And Ronda won in about three seconds with the ankle lock. What? This was so weirdly put together, I honestly felt like I'd taken drugs. I don't mean to be that guy. But when Natalia and Ronda were snapping back at each other, I was kind of doing the cringe emoji. It also made Liv Morgan kind of feel like the third act in her own storyline. I know we tried hard with this, but it really did feel like filler. It was extended out way too much. Gotta get it down. Drew McIntyre promo next because he is facing Sheamus in the main event of the evening. Or is he? Or are we going to get duped? With the winner going on to clash at the castle to challenge for the WWE Unified title. I mean, where did that come from? Drew told us that he's going to win because what else would he say? I'm a little bit worried that WWE doesn't have a plan for that show. And then I don't think I've ever been so happy 
because I cannot believe what happened next. For you see, it was the return of the Maximum Male Models who were unveiling their 2022 tennis collection. And seriously, this was on my television. If you want to tell me this was the worst thing you've ever seen, I wouldn't debate you that much. But look at my face right now. I love goofy wrestling. I love it so much. This was excellent. Max Dupree was in the ring and he did indeed introduce Marseille and Mansoir. And they came out wearing tennis gear. And because they had the rackets, they started to do the shots. Their facial expressions were so good. And they deserve, all these three guys deserve all the props in the world. Because when they were told this, they were probably like, not really, but they have embraced it. And look, if I watch wrestling to be entertained, Color me entertained. Dupree has now gone full in with the line. We will titulate the juices of your guilty pleasures, which grammatically is all over the place. But please don't drop this. You know what WWE loves to do? They run something for three weeks. They get bored and they never show it again. Just let it become more and more ridiculous and add a third person to this. I'm begging you. So as ever, goofy wrestling for life. GWFL. I don't even care. You can get mad at me when I'm this joyous. Nothing can hurt me. Get We then had more stupid questions after this because Theory was backstage and he was asked, what kind of message were you trying to send to Roman Reigns earlier? What was he going to say? Oh, I wanted to say happy birthday. No, he was threatening to cash in his money in the bank. Anyway, he promised to beat Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam and become the WWE Unified Universal Champion. And I tell you, I can see a reality where that happens. I mean, WWE is pretty high on the guy right now. The interesting part was when he was done, Mad Cat Moss walked into the picture and he was all like, man, maybe I can shove that briefcase in his mouth. And I was like, Mad Cat, there's no way you're going to do this. But it was teased very much like he was going to do something with theory. And given that WWE should be pushing both of these guys at the moment, my eyebrow goes up. I am intrigued. And then we gave up on the Lacey Evans face turn. If it was even meant to be a face turn to begin with. I mean, what was that? Two weeks? Ridiculous. And I get that it hadn't clicked, but couldn't we have given it a little bit more time to rehab it? Especially after all those weeks of videos where she came across like the best person ever. But apparently not. So she did her entrance once, didn't like the reaction. She did her entrance twice, didn't like the reaction. Did her entrance three times, still didn't like the reaction. Got on the microphone and honestly, for about 25 minutes just said, well, I didn't appreciate it. It was also meant to be Aaliyah versus Lacey Evans in a tag team match. So who the hell knows where that came from? And I actually thought Lacey was pretty good here. But seriously, this just went on for ages. Because WWE, I can only assume, didn't have enough content for the show. I mean, about nine times she went by. You should stop making these noises about me. Stop making these noises about me. Stop making these noises about me. She also said that we're disgusting. The fans are disgusting. Your mum and your dad are disgusting. And we should all go to hell. Okay, maybe I will. Ding. See you down there. Aaliyah then tried to stop Evans because she still wanted to have the match. Even though there was no opponents in the ring. So Lacey took her fist. Punched her right in the jaw. What I did enjoy about this is I presume we're going to do this feud, which gets a leer on TV. That's important. And once again, I did kind of like Lacey Evans' performance here, but this was nothing. You could have done this backstage in 35 seconds. It just went on too long. It had to be cut down. And because of that, get it down. The Usos then walked to the ring and we cut to some video packages. When we came back, they were just having a match with Los Lotharios. Once again, I was like, what have I missed? Did I fall asleep? As you can probably imagine though, Humberto and Angel just got absolutely smashed here. Super kicks 1D. While I think the Usos are one of the best tag teams ever I mean it we are not thinking long term here because eventually you're probably going to need Los Lotharios to do something important 
I mean, they at least could have been a little bit competitive, so I'm giving it a down. However, this was all leading to an angle afterwards because Kayla Braxton was like, hi, Jimmy and Jay. Do you remember at Money in the Bank when you cheated because Montez Ford's shoulder wasn't on the mat, but the referee counted to three? And the users were like, that doesn't mean we cheated, you absolute moron. That's nothing to do with us. That's to do with the ref. They're right. Kayla Braxton just wanted to stir the pot though, so she was like, well, why don't you do a rematch at SummerSlam and have a special guest referee? Now look, that match has been confirmed and I assume that we are going to get a guest official. And unless it's someone like Paul Heyman, you know, screw job, screw job. I can't actually think who that would be. So I thought this was okay, but no ups or no downs. It was just kind of there and it was kind of nothing. What are you gonna do? Clean finish two, number 16. <laughs> this did not work. And neither did the main event to this week's SmackDown. I mean, I was genuinely upset. Talk about a bait and switch. Because it was meant to be Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, which I always get excited for. But when both guys were in the ring, Sheamus got on the microphone and he was like, oh, Drew, Drew, I'm so sorry. <coughs> I'm so sorry. <coughs> oh, no, I seem to be sick. And apparently also changed his accent to something really weird. So you're not going to be fighting me. You're going to be fighting Butch. What? I mean, just advertise Butch versus Drew McIntyre. That is a fine match. Especially because before SmackDown, it meant that they announced three matches that never happened. You can't do that. You will lose the trust of your audience. I mean, it just made me feel disappointed. And I never want to feel disappointed with wrestling unless I enter the Royal Rumble and fail. But I did have this one glimmer of hope. Where I was like, well, actually, Drew versus Pete Dunne. That should be a fabulous match. Then I forgot that Butch isn't as big. That's true. He got wrecked in about, pff, I don't know what, 38 seconds. Claymore kick. Very sad about this. Down. Rich Holland kept trying to distract throughout all of this as well. And I have no idea now if it means Drew McIntyre is going to clash at the castle or not. That was never made clear. And afterwards, he got his sword and he was swinging it around the place. He cut the top rope when fire came out the turnbuckles. So I presume... He's now Kane. So I didn't get any of this. It was totally weird. I didn't make any of it up. That's actually how SmackDown went off the air. I was just emoji shrugging again. In fact, for a good while, my trapezius were up by my ears because I just couldn't believe it. I mean, all I wanted was Sheamus and McIntyre kicking each other's ass. And even if WWE tell me, oh, we're going to do it next week, now it's going to be Boy Who Cried Wolf, and I won't believe it. Otherwise, I thought this episode of SmackDown was fine. It was a little bit lame. But given all the happenings over the last 24 hours, sometimes, ironically, you've got to lay your sword in the ground. Getting it down. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 